Welcome! This is Daniel's Den, the place where we can have a chat and keep it real. And that's on period. Now, it's time for your host, me, Daniel. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Everyone out there listening, I'm so excited for today's episode. I hope you guys are super excited as well. Guys, I'm so excited. How's everybody's week been? I always love to start off by asking how everybody's week has been for anyone that hasn't listened to the podcast before. For everyone who has, you probably know the drill by now. How was your week? And I'm going to tell you how my week was. (laughs) How was my week? It was good. Guys, something that's really embarrassing though about this week. Okay, so my average screen time on my iPhone, do you know that you get like that weekly report or that, is it, no, it's a weekly report of the average amount of time you spent on your phone every day that week. So I got the report for this, for last week and okay, guess what my screen time was. Just have a guess. Give me a few seconds. Okay, have you guessed? My screen, my average daily screen time was six hours and 26 minutes. Quite exact there, so I don't think you probably didn't get the exact number, but maybe some of y'all guessed between six, seven hours. If you did, you got it right. That's a lot of time to be on your phone, um, but sure, look, I mean, I was scrolling through Twitter, scrolling through TikTok. I posted a TikTok and I got, you know, I got about, I got, how many views is it? 200? 300? Not that many, but to me, it was a lot. <laughs> I think the most views I ever got on TikTok, or no, on Instagram, was 70,000. So, one of my old, 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 old videos that I posted ages ago. But anyway, guys, enough of that. Well, actually, not enough of that, because that kind of brings me on to the topic of today's episode on the podcast. So, I was scrolling on Twitter, and I came across a thread posted by a Twitter user, and this thread was discussing a lot of issues, and a lot of these issues are very unspoken about, which is why I really, I related to the thread, because I also have experienced and seen my friends experience some of these issues, but the reason why I related to it the most is because I totally agreed with the fact that these issues are very unspoken about, and they need to be spoken about, so I loved this thread in general. But anyway, okay, enough rambling. The issues that were talked about in the thread were issues such as assault, internalized homophobia, and discrimination, internalized discrimination within the gay scene, the LGBT community in Dublin. The Twitter user brought to light issues involving gay clubs, bars, and the types of things that go on in these places that you don't really hear about. Pre-pandemic, obviously, now with the pandemic, clubs aren't open, bars aren't open, these things are still going on, even online with image-based sexual abuse. It's like, these things are huge problems. And recently laws were introduced, um, if I remember correctly, it is the 2017 bill, the Harassment, Harmful Communications and Related Offences Bill of 2017 that now covers, only recently it now covers two new offences that deal with the non-consensual sharing of someone's intimate photos online and it's great it's so great that this bill has been introduced it's much long needed there has been many crimes and discord servers and people online sharing people's photos without their consent and it's just great and it's just great that the bill has now been passed it's long overdue but definitely pre-pandemic these laws were not in place and in the gay scene in particular a lot of things were going on 
a lot of these issues such as assault would happen and were very much blind eyes were very much turned and I know this because I experienced this and my friends experienced this and and I even saw it happening and it's just and obviously I would have spoken out loads at the time but I think a lot of these issues within the LGBT community are very unspoken about and very swept very much swept under the rug. So obviously this topic and these issues are relatable and personal to me. I don't know, I haven't already mentioned, but I am a proud gay man and I'm very proud to say that. And so these issues, you know, they aren't just things I see happen. I am part of this community and that's another big reason why I want to talk about them today on today's episode of the podcast. And to do so, I am also bringing on my friend, my good friend, Mikey, who, similar to me, well, the same as me, he is a gay man. And don't worry, I'm not outing Mikey. We talked about this prior to today's episode. Mikey is happy for me to introduce him and he will introduce himself now when I bring him in in a second. But we are going to talk about these issues within the gay community and the gay scene. And we are hopefully going to try and bring some light to the issues and just open up conversation. Because as I've been saying, these issues are very much unspoken about and swept under the rug I find that's a big issue I find about these issues so without further ado I'm going to bring Mikey in guys I think I've said enough um I'm gonna bring Mikey in and we're going to just get right into it because I don't want to waste any more time I just want to bring him in and I need to bring him in from the waiting room so I'm gonna so I'm gonna just figure that out right now so guys give me a sec just gonna bring him in hold on there he is I think that's him okay ah! Hi, Mikey. So you're in. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Sorry, this is Lenny in there from the waiting room. Welcome. Hello, Daniel. It's lovely to be here. Mikey, it's so good to have you on the podcast. How are you? I'm very good. Living in lockdown, you know, like everyone, but I'm good. Life in lockdown, life in lockdown. Mikey, I was just talking about the tweet that you, you shared with me. I don't think I clarified that. You shared with, or no, I was scrolling and then like we tagged each other or something yeah. um, on this tweet. And the tweet was, okay, we're just getting straight into it. The tweet was all about some issues that are in the gay scene in Ireland, in general, the LGBT community in general. Yeah. And a lot of these issues are very unspoken about in society. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want to bring you on today, because we were having a bit of a chat about it and we were talking about it. And I think the main thing I took from this whole thread was that these issues are so unspoken about. Definitely. And it's something me and you actually talk about on a regular basis. And I think that's so important, opening up conversations, talking to your friends. And yeah, the, the thread is kind of all about sexual harassment, sexual assault, and those massive issues within the LGBT plus society. Yes. And I, and I was telling the listeners before that these, that the sexual assault it's very swept under the rug, particularly Definitely. in bars, in clubs. Mm -hmm. It happens, but people kind of turn their, turn a blind eye to it when they shouldn't because it is what it is. But a lot of the time, a blind eye is turned to it. And as I said, it's very unspoken about. So that's why yeah. stays you go out clubbing, you're groped, you're catcalled. We know, sadly, people who have been sexually assaulted and it's almost like it's become the norm. It's like something that's expected to happen, young people. That's... We all know it happens. And we all just accept that's the way it is. 
when re like in reality it's wrong it should never be tolerated and it's really dangerous for young queer people coming onto this scene that is my first point everyone listening that i wanted to get onto how it's normalized yeah. um, and something that is very normalized within the lgbt community for young people who may might have been closeted their whole teen lives and when they turn 18 i feel like 18 is the age when a lot of people come out because yeah. they're they're kind of ejected into this scene and all of their friends are going to clubs and they feel like they can come out they're they're they feel ready to come out they they feel ready to go into these scenes and find out more about life because they're blossoming into adulthood but they are ejected projected into a scene that they might know nothing about which is the gay scene and the problem i think is that in this scene in well i mean in the straight club scene too but in the mm -hmm. gay scene there seems to be 30 year olds men women 25 to 30 year old people in these clubs who know everything about the scene that yeah. these younger 18 year olds are projected into yeah. and i feel like without really knowing what the what these young people are getting into sometimes they can give consent to get with older people like this when they don't really know what they're giving consent to and they can find themselves in uncomfortable positions and i mean sometimes these things are just normalized as daddy issues and <laughs> labels are put on these uh, situations but i think it's very normalized and, and i don't really like it i think young people can be quite vulnerable in these situations so mikey like mikey would you call it predatory behavior because that's a term I'm seeing a loss. It's a strong term. I really think it, sit, it sits right in this situation. And I hate to call anyone a predator, but there are so many predators out there. And that's just a sad truth in every community. But especially within our community, it's a massive issue. And I think one of the major things we all need to do is not stand by, not let it happen. We need to call people out. And I always say to people, if you know one of your friends is doing something that's that's a bit wrong maybe it's not the whole extent it could just be groping someone it could be they are also really big things but um i think we need to call it out and i think we don't stand by and all of us me you influencers clubs bars everyone has a job to play in this 100 percent. and even mikey you said earlier this is a community that we're part of and a scene that we've been in mm -hmm. i can even recall being at like the bar in the george and being waiting for a drink and there's an older person um down for me and they say to me oh can i buy you a drink and the bartenders are there and do, do they not kind of see this and go hmm i mean i just say no <laughs> and yeah. i'm like no but it's kind of that as you said, clubs need to call out, people need to speak up. I think these things are very swept under the rug and even bartenders who can spot these things and say, that's not right, or maybe that's not and right. Friends, so I about friends standing by and watching it happen. You know, young people congregating around these older men and allowing other people to be dragged into that. You know, it's just, it's horrible. And it's something we really, really need to sort out. Mikey, predatory behavior is such a strong word and i agree with you that we don't want to call anyone a predator i just feel like these older people should know better 
and they shouldn't see this as a kind of opportunity to take advantage of someone who they know doesn't know really anything about the scene they're entering because they've been there I'm sure they've been there and they know how vulnerable it can feel and how nerve-wracking how how new it can feel so that's where predatory behavior is such a strong word it's strong but the more you talk through the issue you realize actually it fits well in the situation you said earlier it sits well Mm -hmm. it fits well it sits well it does it does it it's just like you know you never want to call someone that you never want to have to do that but sometimes if a person acts in a certain way that is fully taking advantage of someone else and doing awful atrocities to another person, then what's the correct term? It is awful because they know that, hey, this person might not really know what's going on, but they still continue. And that's what I was talking about, about taking advantage. They still continue. So it is awful. That experience aspect, like even me and you, we have more experience than an 18 year old, you know, so it wouldn't be right for me to go up to an 18 year old and offer things or do certain things because they don't fully know the extent of that. And just the same as maybe it's not appropriate for a 30 year old to do that hundred percent. So yeah, legal age, the legal age of consent doesn't mean it's morally right. hundred percent. Oh, and Mikey, what I was talking about earlier about these situations and these issues being swept under the rug and being given labels such as daddy issues yeah i mean that's another thing that's another issue in this in our community terms and labels and standards i mean mask for mask is the most most (laughs) it's so taboo and i hate it mask for mac like mask for mac mask for mask. mac <laughs> <laughs> like they can be used it's okay for people to let people know what they're into what they are, but yeah. a lot of the time these masks are looking down on fems yeah that's another preferences term. are okay we have to agree preferences are okay we all have preferences but what i don't like is when mask for mask or shaming femininity and flamboyancy or also you know shaming masculinity i'm against all of that stuff i don't think we should put something on a pedestal and say hey look we should all be like this instead just be your be yourself and don't shame other people don't shame yourself don't shame other people if you're masculine good for you if you're feminine good for you if you're somewhere in between that's fine but don't put something on a pedestal and say, hey, look, here's what we should all be. And I think Mask for Mask does that. And it's really, really bad for young people. As you said, it's, or as I said, it's okay for people to let people know what they're into. It's And as you said, it's okay to have preferences. But like you were saying there, I've even been on the dance floor in the club and just doing, just being me, you do you, boo. I was just having fun, dancing, letting loose. And I remember getting stares from people. I remember getting eyes rolled from people. It's that that kind of standard and that label, people looking down on others because these terms are used in a bit of a toxic sense. And that is their reality office. It's like so we at have the to end of the day, that. we're all gay. We're all <laughs> part of the LGBT plus community. I'm gay. I don't care what like the last thing I want is for another gay person to judge me so if I'm more feminine than you get over it (laughs) (laughs) 
Love that, Mikey. Love that. <laughs> a term that is also really relevant to that issue is internalized homophobia. The TV show Pose on Netflix, uh, directed by Janet Mock. It's an amazing series, and it's it's all about the queer community in New York City in the 1980s, 1990s. I'm not really sure. Mikey, have you seen that TV series? No. No? Oh, you have to watch it. It's so good. But basically, internalized homophobia, there's a scene, there's an episode in that show where one of the main characters, Bianca, played by MJ Rodriguez, she, uh, she is a transgender woman in real life. And in the movie, she plays a trans woman as well. And she's going to a bar and it's a gay bar, but it's a mask for mask bar. It's a masculine bar and everyone in there, they're all, this was back in like the eighties. So there was lots of stuff like this and there still is. That's why we're talking about it tonight. But this is just a really clear example of internalized homophobia. She went in as a trans woman to meet her other trans woman friend. And they were both sitting in the bar and they got so many looks from all of these mask men around them and they were kicked out and I mean it's the tv series so guys go watch it have a look for yourself I can't remember what episode it was but they were basically kicked out because and I quote the script from the tv series they were too femme and looking too clowny now this was in their own community as trans women they had other members of their community gay mask men criticizing them and judging them and look I don't want to say it's everyone in the community but these issues still are alive today and we speak from our own experience Mikey there's a lot of judgment within the community you know we judge bi people we judge trans people we judge asexuals we judge each other and it's just horrible I I have no respect for especially a gay white man who disrespects trans people if that's you, you need a reality check. <laughs> it's just, it's creating more categories. It's almost like it's creating more minorities within a minority. Yeah, and, it's and like, I want to worry about my own group. I'm going to sort out my own group, like gay white men. Um, I'm just going to worry about myself and no one else. And who cares about the rest of the community once we're okay? There are groups. You'd even see it in the club. You'd see different groups of people. Even on the dance floor, you'd see in the corner, there's this group of guys. And then on the dance floor, there's these friends. And then like over there at the bar, there's like these guys and or these women or these whatever, like whoever you are, there definitely are groups. And it's interesting that you say that these groups kind of look after each other when we should be looking after all of ourselves. That's the best group sorry. <laughs> sorry it's fine guys it's the proper one too right, with the... yeah I think the best group that you can have is an LGBT plus group you know have your lesbians your gays your transgender people your intersex asexual blah 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 there's no you know if you if you are really narrow-minded in some ways and stick to just you know gay friends and I've, you know, you often see the gay, gay white group. <laughs> and it's just, right. it's like, come on, broaden out a bit. Like we're in the community. We all have to look after each other. You're so, so right, Mikey. We are a community that is supposed, we, we are a community that has been put down for so many years and have experienced so much 
hatred and crimes against us so why would we encourage that more within our well we don't but the reality is it manifests that's something else that I kind of wanted to touch on in tonight's episode we were talking earlier about how younger people coming into the scene not having much experience before I mean the age of 18 coming into the scene not having gone to you know, I speak for myself, I went to rights, I went to Tamangos, but I definitely going, I felt, and being there, I definitely felt a bit left out. I felt like I wasn't getting to experience the things that other people my age were. And I have so many friends in the community who say the exact same thing, and who even struggle to get into relationships now, and wonder, oh, like, why is it, even now, I'm 20 years old, and I have so many friends who are who say to me, oh, it's just, it's so easy for them to get into relationships, but I find it so hard because I've never been in a relationship. I'm 20 years old and this is the first time I'm, this is the second time I'm going on a date. I wouldn't say first, that's, well, not sad, but, um, (laughs) but that's just something, maybe that's where this kind of division comes because I speak for myself when I was in third year, fourth year going to rights and to mangoes, it was exciting. Everyone was excited. Everyone was gossiping. Oh, this person kissed that person. Oh, yeah. this person shifting that person. Oh, yeah, did you? Oh, yeah, would you meet my friend? <laughs> and, I think it's very Irish culture. Like, we're, we're kind of stuck in that rut. And, you know, you're with the lads. And do you want to know? Do you want to know what I was going to say, Mikey? I feel like for the gay scene, the gay scene coming into us, we haven't had that kind of scene. Scene, I mean, we didn't have those experience. A lot of people in the community didn't have experiences they would have loved to have had that other people their age did have growing up. So maybe that's where the division and the goss and the all oh, like the giving the looks on the dance floor and the kind of separation and the goss, maybe that's why it comes in more in the gay scene because we haven't had that history in our lives. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that's actually really interesting and something people should think about where their own thoughts and beliefs come from. And I 100% agree, you know, me growing up, I remember being in what was like some club on Leeson Street, kind of almost passing as a straight person, because I was scared and I was in the closet. And it's so sad looking back how much time I wasted when I could have been, you know, going on cute dates, like other 17 and 18 year olds. But no, I wasn't. And I think a lot of it comes back to representation. You know, I'm growing up and I'm I'm seeing a lot of LGBT plus stuff in, in the negative light. And maybe I'm looking at movies and films and it's all just stereotypes. And it's just really hard. There's so much. There's so much that comes into it. And it really leads to this tox- toxic- toxicness. <laughs> 100%. Mikey you should really watch Pose. It's so good. And on the podcast tonight, on tonight's episode, I wanted to talk about, you know, issues within the community. Obviously, there's so much good in the community, and we'll get on to that later. But if I could recommend to the listeners, to Mikey, watch Pose, because it, it, it talks about issues like we're talking about them. But it also, it kind of documents history in a way, and it documents the community and these issues from the perspective of the community we see the community and the issues through their perspective so we see the joys but we see the kind of the lows and why can't it be like this and it really makes you think so if anyone if you want to um you know if you're interested in what we're talking about mikey get on that because it's such a good show so and everyone listening 
have a look. I really like it. If if you want to see more representation, have a look at that show because I think it's excellent. Mikey, what I want to talk about next, and it was so well spoken in this thread that I read and that you read that you sent to me, is assault. And you were talking about it near the start of the episode, assault mm-hmm. and groping. Blind eyes are turned and people don't really speak about it because I don't know, like, I don't know why that's the thing and it needs to be spoken about more. So Mikey, do you want to kind of, you were starting to get a touch on that near the start of the episode. Do you want to talk about that a bit more? Yeah, I guess it's something that all of us have experienced, sadly, and, or we know people at least who have. And I think it's a massive issue. It's a massive, massive issue. And I know a lot of girls listening to this will be like, oh, damn, this kind of resonates with me as a straight white, as a straight woman. Um, and that's fair, but it happens much, much more within the LGBT community. And I really think, you know, if you talk to any young queer person, you'll hear an awful story from them, from themselves or their friend. And you know, I know, I know some awful stories and they just, they really upset me every time I hear them. And even the other night I was putting up stories on Instagram and people were replying, telling me stuff that had happened to them. And it really? seems there are a lot of figures in our society, in the Dublin queer scene that are reoffenders. <laughs> so we all know them, but maybe we can't name them. Mikey. <laughs> I'm not saying any names. Mikey, that is so interesting. And that's something that I didn't actually know actually you know what it is something I is this is the thing it's so unspoken about well but when you're talking about it I'm like I have heard that before I have heard that about we're not gonna drop any names we don't want (laughs) any I don't know (laughs) Mikey I don't suppose without dropping names or without saying anything actually do you know what might be more appropriate Mm -hmm. do you remember when me and you were in the George one night we had I don't want to say awful because I'm what well, it was. It was awful for me and you. It was an but, altercation, and it was yes. Looking back, let's. This is another thing, and it's making me think. The more you talk, looking back, you might think it, was, it wasn't a big deal. It was something small, but when you think about it, you could actually categorize these things as sexual assault, sexual harassment. If someone gropes you on the crotch and you think, "Oh, oh, that was awful," that's sexual assault. You know and, what? You're so right. So we're. I'm a comfortable talking about what happened I mean we won't spend too long but basically so for the listeners so story time so (laughs) I was on an app uh dating app I was just trying things out you know I was feeling a bit (laughs) single so I was on an app and someone messaged me and they didn't have their face in their pictures it was kind of just just below their mouth and they messaged me so I didn't fully know what they looked like but I didn't obviously you know, if that's a piece of advice I can give to anyone listening, you never message anyone who doesn't, you know, you always know who you're messaging. So I didn't really message the person. They just sent me a few messages. I just responded a bit. And then I was like, like, what do you look like? I don't know what your face is. So then they showed me their face and I knew that they're, I knew it was a catfishing moment, which is something we need to talk about as well, Mikey, but I knew it was a catfishing moment. So I was like, no. Fast forward about a week, was it, Mikey? We went to the club and this person was in the club and they were laughing. I felt like they were laughing at me and they came over and they were like, oh, ha, ha, hi. And I just laughed. So I was like, hi, because I 
again, Mikey, I had heard stories from other people. So I kind of had a feeling I knew what was going on. I'm not into confrontation. I'm not huge into, I was just thinking, oh, like, this is fine. Like, it's fine. I'll just laugh it off and go, we'll go about our night and have fun, Mikey. So mm-hmm. this person comes over, they're laughing and they kind of gra- touched me by the shoulder and pulled me over to them. And I was like, oh, ha ha ha. And then I yanked myself back and Mikey, we just kept going. We started dancing. We were going about our night. The person came back. And this time they grabbed me a bit stronger. And I was like, ha ha. And that was it. They came back a third time. And now I should have said something. But again, this is the sad thing I didn't. Because I was like, oh, like that's a bit uncomfortable. But I'm not going to make a big deal about it. And they came back a third time. And this time they grabbed me a bit more uncomfortably. (laughs) Sorry. And And I didn't like it. And I said to Mikey, Mikey, I don't want to cause a scene. It's not a big deal, but just maybe we should, I don't know. I just wanted to tell Mikey and Mikey said to me, stay with me. It's fine. Well, it, it, it wasn't fine, but Mikey, you know, you're reassuring me. Yeah. And Mikey, do you want to say what happened next? At this point, I think if I remember correctly, the person came in to kind of almost like put his face close to mine and had grabbed, grabbed me as well. So I was like, no, 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 this is not happening. So then like, it became like, I kind of, you know, I would never um, want to start a fight first with someone, same as you, but more or less, I pushed them away from me because of course, if someone's in your personal space, kind of almost going to kiss you, like that's not okay. And someone's assaulting you essentially, because that's what he was doing. And Mikey, you said there, he like, grabbed you by do you like like do you remember was it grabbed. did it happen four times he grabbed you and me by the face on different I can't really remember it was yeah, a while and, ago. Lower, and lower than that you know I'm not gonna say it too much but, <laughs> but that's the problem and continue Mikey sorry I interrupted and, you yeah and I shouldn't be laughing because I'm even like it's not funny and it's it's awful this has happened so many people but yeah so I pushed him away and then um got back up and punched me so and then you were getting punched like he was throwing punches at you and I was kind of like what is this we've done nothing to this person they're just they're almost they have it in for us you know because we rejected them when in reality we shouldn't have had to reject them at all they they came on to us and they were touching us inappropriately and so look it was a messy situation but I have to say that the bouncers in this specific bar did handle it well you know yes. they took us all aside and they they handle it well but you know the funniest thing is and it's not funny it's disgusting the same person who did this to me and you has a massive following of young people who love him and adore him and share photos of him online and I'm kind of like you are a hypocritical <laughs> you know it's it's just it's really upsetting and that's what I that's coming back to the point we were talking about earlier do not be friends with a predator. If you know the person does these things, don't be friends with them. And you and I shouldn't have had to go through that. We were just out to have a fun night. I think it was Freshers Week. Mikey, it was assault. And this is why I really want to talk about all this tonight because a week on, Mikey, we were even considering like, I mean, we were considering making a report or something. And you're right, the bouncers in this a particular place handled it so well and like it was yeah. so good but even they said to me I remember they because this person was kicked out and they said to me after they were like you need to be more careful and oh my god like, like you're it's so young yeah yeah one of the bands was so he said to me you're so young 
I work here like every whatever you need to be more careful and he was right and so and it you know ties what back- this might be a bit too much too much information <laughs> but I remember talking through this scenario with my counselor like just you know college counselor talking through it and she turned around to me and she said maybe you shouldn't have drank as much maybe you shouldn't have had so much alcohol and I was like excuse me like I wasn't drunk and even if I was drunk that does not does not allow those things to happen in any way and I'd say to any young person listening to this if something happens you like we've just said or worse obviously what we just said is bad but if something happens even worse or something someone even groping you if something like that happens you don't be afraid to report it I know we ended up not reporting it because there was so much of this stuff going on in our lives and it was a very messy situation. But if something like that happens, you don't be afraid to report it. Have good friends around you to talk to and never, never be afraid to report someone doing something to you. You know, the police are really helpful and they, they want to help and they want to have people um, paying for their actions. So, you know, and if anyone is listening and needs advice on this you know me and Daniel are here it's just such a it's such a it's such a taboo subject we're talking about right now because this has happened so many people guys I like these things need to be talked about more and I'm happy that they are being talked about more on social media this thread really it inspired me to make this episode me and you have been talking about this stuff openly for since we've known each other which is amazing because yeah. we're so open with each other and we talk and we have we have each other's backs in a way. But if you don't have that, you know, make sure to have a friend who can help you and talk through these issues. And you're right, it happens in all communities. But I guess me and you want to bring it to light that within the queer community, it is very prevalent and you should not accept it. And that's kind of the, the bottom line. Don't accept it, call it out. I think representation also is so important. Do you want to give any examples, Mikey, of role models to look up to? I love Panty Bliss, a.k.a. Rory O'Neill, who I call the Queen of Ireland, since that's the movie title, I think. Yes. Um, I've, look, I've been lucky enough to meet um, Rory in person twice. Probably doesn't remember me, but that's fine. I'm not going to cry. You would forget you, um, Mikey. <laughs> amazing drag queen, amazing person. Um, you know stands up on stage and gives amazing speeches you know if, if you haven't listened to them go look at all panty bliss speeches there's some amazing speeches talking about the, the issues and the you know panty bliss is someone who gave us marriage equality who fought for us um an amazing performer owns panty bar if you want to support local support panty bar and so that would be kind of my top um Irish queer activist who I look up to who I you know read everything about and listen to I love um James Kavanagh he's such a sweetheart he um he also shares amazing stories and he is actually an activist in his own right I'd argue um so yeah I'd say those two people are kind of up there for me I've also met James and he's so nice in person stylish icon and you know his stories really kind of show look hey, here's me with my boyfriend and, you know, we're just like you. We're, you know, we're just living life. We're having fun. You know, we work. And I think he's brought a lot of attention to the queer community through his followers on Instagram and Twitter. So, yeah, those two people I love, love, love. 
Mikey, love, 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 love James Cavanagh, love Panty Bliss. Give them a follow on Instagram, everyone out there who's listening. But a third to add to that, I mean, well, it's not one, it's many, are organizations in Dublin and Ireland that support queer people, young queer people, queer people in general, for example, Belong To is a charitable organization in aid of young queer people. Switchboard is an LGBT plus helpline. Recently, there has been an organization that has been set up called Quasa, Q-U-A-S-A, Queers Against Sexual Assault. That is a recent organization that has been set up. And all these organizations, for anyone that's listening, if, if you need to contact it for whatever reason, if you need support, if you feel you're suffering from discrimination, if your home situation isn't good, these organizations are all there so not only are there there are so many representatives of the community that you can look up to but there's so many organizations out there that can help you and even me and Mikey we're not an organization an organization but we're out there if if anyone needs help and talking to you there's so many so Mikey you're right it is like I mean think back to 2015 gay marriage was legalized in Ireland there's so many things there's so many amazing things happening Um, there's been so much progress even stand-up week in schools where bullying of young queer students is fought against and normality is pushed for these young people even pride those parades we didn't have pride this year but there was so much online I was talking about that in the intro there's so there was so much online so there is so much joy so many um, resources so many people you can look up to Mikey do you have anything else to add yeah, I agree 100%. Um, we're a very progressive country. You know, we've come such a long way. And like you said at the start, you know, we're there's so much good. You know, pride every year is incredible. The things secondary schools are doing compared to when I was in secondary school, it's incredible. I do still think um, there's a lot of legal protections that are not in place for some same-sex families that need to be addressed. Yes. You know, LGBT families, and children all they want is equality and we need laws to recognize you know same-sex parents on birth certs and stuff like that but not to bring it down a negative path again you know moving on from that you know I think you know a couple of years five ten years down the line that will all be sorted and um, people like me and you and all these can you know all these organizations you're mentioning will further equality for everyone hopefully Mikey, there's no harm in coming back. <laughs> there's no harm in coming back to the negatives. <laughs> That's such a that phrase. That sentence sounds redundant, but <laughs> it's hard to forget. I mean, it's hard to forget some of the crimes and discrimination that even recently have occurred against the LGBT community. And we can't forget about those things. And that's something I find challenging to get over I guess because growing up I mean growing up even the words faggot has just been normalized for me it's just it's numb like when people and it still happens people on the street might uh, not even if I walk by but if like I'm with a friend and we walk we don't we don't walk by someone someone walks by us and they might laugh and go like or something there there still are issues happening and I think it's important to recognize these things because as you said five ten years down I think there there still is a lot of change that needs to happen and hopefully in five ten years more change will happen but some some of the situations even that have happened recently I mean 
Um, in 2019, there was an incident involving a man named Mark Power, and he he was on um, a dating app, and he he was essentially catfished. He was messaging someone, and he drove out to meet this person, and they texted him, and the person he was supposedly meeting actually turned out to be a group of teens carrying hammers mm-hmm. and carrying weapons. And they texted him and were like, can you meet in this park? It was dark. They were going to a cinema, I think. And he said, no, um, I'll park in, a, in the car park outside, though, if you want, if you, he, he wasn't sure what was going on. And he got to the car park and was ambushed by a group of teens carrying hammers. And they dragged him out of his car and beat him. And yeah. he was bloody. And I'm like, and that, that was in 2019. It's 2021 now. And I even, the other day on the street, I think I was, I heard the word fag or something. So there is a long way to go on it. It really upsets me and saddens me to hear, you know, we've all been called faggot. We've all been harassed. Straight people need to be allies, not, you know, against us. And, you know, when you were talking about that thing with Mark Power in 2019, not to get down a rabbit hole about the far right, because I seem to be mentioning them all the time. But um, Izzy Kamikaze, who is another LGBT activist, who I should have mentioned earlier, um, she was at a counter protest against far right protesters. You you know, they were protesting the lockdown. She was there in counter protest with other people and she was attacked by the far right in front of the police. And stuff like this makes me think, wow, we've come so far, but we still have so, so much further to go, you know, and we can't accept we can't accept assault within our community, but we also can't accept it about people outside our community doing it to us. And in some ways, I don't want to say that's worse, but it, it's on a level playing field, but it, it kind of makes it a bit more sickening, you know, when straight people or people who are very um, radicalized attack us for who we love, who we are. This is going to sound so sad that I'm going to say this, but... For me, the internalized within the community, that kind of discriminate, that kind of, because uh, discrimination is such a strong word, but even this is kind of contrary to what you said, but that feels a bit more toxic to me. And this is why I think this is sad for me to say, because the discrimination from other people outside the community feels normal to me. Mm-hmm. Growing up, you know, the word fag, the, uh, even walking down the corridor in school and just people just making fun because I went to an all boys school and there were so many countless incidents that I don't even remember a specific one just be just walking down the hall people laughing I think it's interesting that we both have different perspectives because for me maybe I don't think like that fully because in my secondary school all boys again you know rugby lads I have to say like everyone was an ally everyone was respectful I was never you know called a f- well once but apart from that you know obviously everyone slags each other off in secondary school you know you're ginger you're whatever skinny but god I'm talking about you Daniel <laughs> um, blonde skinny rich bit of a bitch but like I had that good experience so I guess for me if a straight person calls me a faggot I lose the plot but um it, no matter what you know we shouldn't try and 
weigh up the, the different things at the end at yeah. the end of the day discrimination is wrong no matter where it comes from 100 100 and i don't want to say it, it definitely wasn't everyone in like yeah. growing up there were so it's many people in the bad like, <laughs> i i had so many allies but i'm not going to deny that i had so many. and like even in school just on the street people giving looks it's just it there there still is and i think it's important that we talk about that because i don't I just think it, I just think it's an important thing and even with the Black Lives Matter movement that was so that it's so important and people kind of with um people posting black squares and that's all they do and that's not enough because it isn't like we we have to talk about these things these minorities are still discrimination is still real and I it, it is important that we talk about it there's still countries where being gay is illegal and is condemned by the death penalty which I think is crazy to think about or being trans like I don't want to just limit what we're saying to gay people and that's that's just our experience but you know what annoys me so much seeing men do the Movember and then they're the same people who would bully a LGBT plus person I'm like you know what like men's mental health only matters when you're in your eyes when you're a white cis man you don't care about Black Lives Matter. You don't care about queer people. You don't care about trans rights, you know. And just like you said, we as a community are very progressive in Dublin. But, you know, and then we could be living in Qatar, UAE, and our existence is illegal. And that's something that I always kind of think about. I don't want to say I'm lucky living here in Ireland. I, I You know, it shouldn't be a competition. But I do think, you know, it could be worse (laughs) but at the same time I'm not going to accept what I have in Dublin as uh you know heaven just because it's better than Qatar I'm still going to fight here in Dublin and also I'd like to say one thing for all the influences going off to Dubai I'm unfollowing you (laughs) cancelled I'm 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 not standing cancel culture so I'm not sure if I'm standing you Mikey (laughs) (laughs) no Mikey you're 100% I think again like we said earlier there's so many people you can look up to it's important to have someone there if if anyone listening out there feels like they're struggling in whatever way whether that be there's some closet they have trouble at home they had an experience like what we were talking about Mikey you can me- you can message the page message drop me a message i'm always saying guys my dms are open even in lockdown times are hard feeling isolated so you can drop me a message M- mikey i'll tag you <laughs> but yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. just it- something i was when you mentioned there in the closet and i think that's really interesting i have such empathy for people in the closet i would love to live in a world where you know we didn't have to come out we could just be ourselves and you know, when you're a child, when you're an adolescent, you know, coming out is something that I'm going to say sadly is still needed, but at the same time, it's so empowering. It's amazing. And you know what? If you're listening right now, why don't you come out to one of your friends? It's actually not that bad. You know, once you do the first step, take the first step in leaving, in leaving the closet and leaving Narnia behind. And then, you know, life gets so much better when you come out. Just saying come out at your own pace as well <laughs> sorry it, it it sounds so contradictory i'm not contradicting you it's no you're right i, I look at redepends like there's no pressure to come out uh, coming out doesn't define your value 
coming out you shouldn't feel like it's something you have to do and a lot of the time it shouldn't it no anytime it shouldn't be something you have to do because a lot of the time people are in bad circumstances and their parents might be homophobic their parents might be transphobic their parent their home situation i've said that a few times now home situations might not accommodate it so i would say come out at the right time i think we are actually in agreement you know we just have two sides of the coin you know in an in an ideal world nobody should have to come out they should just be themselves and bring a boyfriend home someday and say hey look here's my boyfriend or girlfriend or you know i'm trans but sadly it's still a necessity and you're right take your time it is a necessity do it at your own pace but i'd also just say okay maybe if you're not ready to tell the whole world and scream it from the rooftops have someone there to help you because the journey is really lonely and it's hard one of my best friends came out to me and at the time i knew i was gay and i was too scared to tell him imagine that he told me he was gay and i couldn't tell him that's that's how scary it is so i know what it feels like but once you take the first step it gets better and of course like you said if your situation doesn't allow it you know your future family the family that you make in a future with all the wonderful lgbt plus people they'll be your family and they'll support you there always is someone who will support you i i'd like to say so definitely find that person there's so many um organizations out there who are there to support to help even just a text to their helpline and switchboard in particular I just hope that this can spark more conversation because at the beginning of the episode, like I said, a lot of these issues are swept under the rug. A lot of blind eyes are turned um, by a lot of different people and even accidentally. So I hope that us talking about this will really bring a bit of light to the situation. And anyone who's listening can um, employ a few of the things that we were talking about tonight. And we can just be there for some people and listeners can relate in some way because that's all, that's what my podcast is about. Oh, Mikey. What I would like to say is, um, firstly, anyone oh. who's listening, follow the Queers United Against Sexual Assault Ireland page for yes. more information about what we were talking about. Amazing new page set up. Follow all the pages Daniel was mentioning belong to the switchboard. Um, follow Daniel, of course. Obviously, of course. follow if you want. Michaela underscore Lovejoy. Um, <laughs> got a little shout out. I would like to thank you, Daniel, for talking about this and giving me a platform to share my views with you i know me and you talk about these things but we've never sat down and recorded it so i think this is wonderful thank you so much i've enjoyed it a lot thank and you I'm a gay person in ireland i would just like to say i love you all mikey thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight i have so much fun i'll have to have you on again but for thank now that's know. it thank you to everyone listening Stay tuned for next week's episode, for the next episode. I will be dropping clues and hints on who's coming on, who's appearing, what we're going to be talking about. And yeah, that's on period. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mikey. I'll see you guys next time. And yeah, employ a bit of joy. That's on period. Bye, guys. Bye, Mikey. Bye.